Our walk home. Join good friends Amy, Aaron, and Kate as they take a deep dive into the world of sugar addiction. Three women who found the strength to tackle their own addiction through community, courage, and commitment. Each episode will tackle a new subject, offering little a little guidance and inspiration as you take your own walk home back from the edge of addiction. Hi, I'm Kate Oliver. I'm an adoptee and a relapse prevention specialist, and I live in the UK. Hi, I'm Amy, and I'm a wellness and food addiction consultant, and I live in New York. And I am Erin MacArthur. I'm a pediatrician in Alaska trying to approach uh, my life and the care of my patients uh, through the knowledge um, of a more holistic and integrative way to approach life. Well, today we're going to be talking specifically about recovery, which is kind of funny to say specifically because it's about as broad of a topic as we can get to. Um, But the idea of recovery after abstinence is really what this is all about. Uh, It's one thing to stop eating the food, but it's a whole nother thing to stay stopped. Um, And that's where recovery comes in, I believe. So I'd like to just kind of start and uh, I think we can get each other's either experience with recovery, what recovery means to us. Um, When we say the word recovery, what comes to mind? Well, I think when I hear the word recovery, I just think life. Um, But I'm going to strip things back and go technical and I'm going to dip into the training that I did um, with the Gorski CNAP Centre, where they taught me about recovery and they taught me and gave me a definition of recovery, which I think could be a really useful starting point on this conversation because the topic is huge. So my understanding or my training taught me that recovery, being in recovery, requires the following things. An understanding of addiction, scientifically, An ability to apply that knowledge and understanding to ourselves. That's that point on self-awareness. An ability to be able to accept all those painful feelings and emotions that come about um, due to having the disease of addiction. Those feelings like shame and remorse and guilt. Do we have hope and a belief that recovery is possible? and preferable to the old way of living? Are we willing to do the biological, psychological, social and spiritual recovery footwork that's required to sustain recovery? As in, are we into action? Because recovery is a doing word. It's all about action. And finally, there was a definition in there of having been abstinent for a period of at least 60 to 90 days. So that's the technical definition of recovery that I've learned. And I think that's perhaps a useful starting point um, in considering this issue. I think when I I think of recovery, um, I actually, um, it makes me feel like breathing a huge sigh of relief. It's 
just that there's somebody on the other end that's there to help you. I feel like when you're in addiction and you're stuck in addiction, it's the scariest feeling and you feel like there's no way out. So once you learn about recovery and learn what it is, it's just such a relief that there is hope out there, that there are people out there that can help you, that can do it with you, that can teach you the skills of what you need to do, that you don't need to be stuck and you're not alone. So when I think of recovery, even though it's a lot of hard work, I think of the relief and thank God for recovery. Um, It takes a lot of work at first, definitely. It takes practice and dedication and willingness, like you said, Kate, and um, every day, every day. And I feel like the very first year you need to put everything, everything into recovery, making it your first priority, changing your habits, changing your routines. That's a lot, especially for me. I'm not the most organized person. So just trying to get organized. um, That's, (laughs) that's not so easy, but I really had to put that first and put my recovery first. And then fit the rest of my life into recovery, you know, wake up, today's a day of recovery. What am I going to do for my recovery? And then what am I going to do for my life? Um, You know, I think the hardest part for me with recovery was juggling. I think if you're a caregiver of children or the elderly or even pets, you know, or a caregiver of any sort, and it's a daily thing for you to be doing that, I think it's so hard to fit your own life and your recovery first. I think that's what takes me so long, but just learning to prioritize and put yourself first so then you can be the best caregiver. So yeah, so when I think of recovery, I just think, I think of help. I think of gratitude because thank God there there are people out there that we're not stuck, that we're not alone. As long as you're willing to do the work, Nobody can do it for you. You have to do it on your own, but you dedicate yourself toward the process when you're ready and it's there waiting for you. When I think of recovery, um, the first thing that came to my mind was a shift in mindset and perspective. Um, like I said earlier, there's one thing to stop and then there's another to stay stopped. So the food, the substance, the behavior is one thing stopping that. But if I don't deal with what's going on in my head between my ears that even made me want to turn to the substance or the behavior or the process in the first place, I'm just going to be sitting there miserable to want to relieve the pain and yet not letting myself relieve the pain. And so recovery gives me tools, uh, new ways of thinking, um, that shift in perspective that helps me address the pain that I'm feeling or the discomfort or just the everyday life uh, with without even necessarily wanting to turn to the food. In fact, that's one way I've been able to tell I've made progress when something really crazy happens. I don't automatically think I'm going to go eat. Um, I still may want to run away, but I don't run to the refrigerator is what I've said. Um, And so I can step back now because of recovery and one, notice that I'm feeling that pain and feeling that discomfort, just being aware of what's going on in my head and my heart to begin with is a huge thing. 
the other thing that recovery has given me truly is the acceptance that I have a disease and that it's not my fault. Recovery gives me a path forward where I used to feel so stuck when it came to my food and my issues before I realized it was addiction. I just thought I was this weak person that couldn't fulfill a commitment to myself or others around me. And by accepting that I have addiction and by accepting that I have to do this work of recovery, then I'm able to move forward and and do that action that you were talking about, Kate. Um, So it's, it's, recovery just, it gives me that path uh, forward. It gives me a um, a counter to the addictive thinking that goes on in my head. And, you know, I was driving down the road the other day. Things were kind of stressful time-wise. Uh, my mom had just gone into the hospital. She's out now and doing better. Uh, but, it, you know, I'm 3,000 miles away. I can't be there as quickly as I'd like to be if she ever needs me. And, um, you know, I had this fleeting thought of, I should go pick up my substance. I should go get my drug food. And I immediately, I hadn't had that thought for a long time. And I immediately said, well, that's stupid, Aaron. You know, that's not a good idea. And it's because of recovery that I can take that pause and I can question my impulsive reaction to do something. And I can really say, what is my desire in this moment? And what is my motive? Instead of just acting on the impulse without even thinking. So recovery to me is just that change in mindset, change in perspective uh, to see the world, like you said, Amy, with just more hope. There's just so much more hope involved in recovery than there ever was in addiction. It's not a fast process. And I think that's such a, you know, you enter into this process and you want it to be different. But to be different, you have to do the work. Um, abstinence is what you stop doing, but clean is not enough. It never was enough for me. Recovery is what you start doing and you have to recommit to doing every single day, no matter what. I always wanted to live a recovered life, not tethered to a mothership, but strong in my own body, my own mind and my old soul whole. And that was my dream. And that to me is what recovery is about. I want to stand strong on my own two feet. But to do that, I have to, you know, I have to be on it. But it's not a negative. You know, I don't find it a negative process being in recovery. It's an absolute delight to be in recovery, to be away from the disease of addiction. Recovery for me is is putting the whole, you know, the disease of addiction into remission and keeping it there. And if those intrusive thoughts about addiction start to pop up and come in, then I need to lean in harder and deeper into my recovery and find ways of actually fighting back. Um, You know, the disease of addiction is a physical illness and the changes in our brains persist even when we stop using the substance. That's why we have to do more. We have to relearn a skill set. It can be up to anything up to two years to restore that sort of baseline capacity to to get out of the, the food or whatever the substance is. And you know, you don't need to be tough 
to do it. You just need to keep going. To me, recovery is about keeping going and never giving up, no matter what. No matter what happens, recommitting in that moment and keeping going. I think also recovery is a knowing Kind of knowing of my own values, knowing who I am as a person, who I want to be as a person, who I want to show up as a person, and valuing that. Recovery is not like um, some sort of scorecard on a food list, or today I haven't eaten this or I haven't eaten that, which was how I spent four decades of my life trying to follow restrictive diet diet patterns and diet plans, which just never, never assisted me. Recovery is is more but in it's hard to explain isn't it but it's it's just about wanting a recovered life you know kind of like before it's too late i want to experience life not a life of enslavement which is what for me addiction was you don't need to be tough in recovery you just need to keep going That made me think. Um, that made me think of um, something I read in the book, in a book by Dr. Paul Early. How you can't recover by changing your mind. He says you have to practice new behaviors, and that just sticks with me every day, over and over. Am I changing my behaviors? I think it's about um, uh, establishing routines and habits daily, um, learning how to respond differently to things learning how to manage your emotions. Like Aaron said, it's a, it's just a mindset. It's like a different, it's like a shift, a huge shift. And uh, <clears throat> I think that um, I also was in shock and this hit me like a ton of bricks when I realized, like you said, Kate, that you can put it in remission, but it doesn't go away. And when I learned that I was so upset, like I had to sit there and really process that this is not something I can take care of overnight and then it's gone. It's not like you could do recovery for a week and then that's it and this addiction is over. So that was that was hard. That was hard to accept. Um because you can't you can't run away from this. You can't, you know, as I've done in the past, you know, you think you could move to another country or move to another state and all the distraction in a new place will stop your addiction because you're in a new place for a little while and with new activities, like running away from this. But you can't run away because this is with you no matter where you go, it follows you everywhere. So it's, um, I think it could be overwhelming to think about having to live in recovery every day for the rest of your life. But I think that's where that, um, I guess, saying comes in one day at a time or even one decision at a time. Sometimes I think just the next right decision. But if you just think about it for today, then it's not as overwhelming rather than thinking about it for the rest of my life. Um, and I think... Something we all go through it differently. I think what's similar is that we all have to take the action. Everybody needs to take an action, different actions when they're in recovery. That's similar for all of us. That's the same. But I think the actions can be different for everybody. I think some people um, need to prepare their meals. That's part of their recovery. Some people 
you know, need the self-care and they need to meditate, um, which helps your impulsivity. They need organization skills and journaling. And um, just like Coach Judy from Sugar X says, you need a mantra to stick with you all day long. Hers is no matter what. So, I mean, there's so many things you need that. There are so many things that go along with recovery. Those are just a few skills. And you just, as you go along, you find what works for you and things may change. You know, over the weeks, your recovery may change. Things that work for you may no longer work and you may need to add things into your recovery. I find um, what's, what's the easiest for me is doing something called, I think it's called habit stacking. It's it's like when you walk, when you go to the bathroom, it's kind of like a habit to just wash your hands afterward. That's form the habit of going to the bathroom and washing your hands or, um, what I've been doing is every time I brush my teeth, I brush my teeth. And then I know that it's time to just sit down for a few minutes and prepare my meal and then do my journaling. So it's become a habit. Wake up in the morning, brush your teeth, prep your meals, journal, go on with your day and whatever else it is. But I find that when you connect it to something else that you normally did in your day, it reminds you and it just makes it so much easier. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I try to do every day. and. That's what works for me. I heard somebody say once, we recover in the day that we are in. Uh, And I loved that because it really just puts that focus on today. Yes, I have to wake up every day and say to myself, I need to strive for abstinence because of the disease of addiction. And I'm going to do that by staying present in this day and being aware of my thoughts and feelings. I'm going to take the day as it comes, and I'm going to be willing to take action needed to learn and grow. That's what I tell myself every morning. I have to greet the day with that resolve and that purpose and that intention. Um, Doesn't matter if I'm on vacation, doesn't matter if I'm home. It just doesn't matter. And by staying present in the day, I don't get stuck in the guilt of the past. I don't get stuck in the anxiety of the future. So that is is one of my methods to deal with all of the triggers that might push me into the food, um, is to just be here present in this day. And it really helps me do what you were talking about too, Amy, the, um, the idea that recovery may change. My needs might be different every day. And recovery has really helped me see, you know, I'm I'm trying to do, when I said earlier, I'm trying to do this kind of holistic way of living. That means I'm looking at my whole life. It's not just about my physical body. It's not just about the food. It's a balance between my physical, my mental, my emotional, my spiritual Some days my spiritual needs a little bit of boosting. Sometimes my physical needs a little bit of boosting. But by being present in the day and most importantly, being honest about what I'm doing, what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, my recovery can address what I need it to address that day. That's why it's never ending because every time I wake up, I'm in the present day again. And it's time to put my recovery lens towards my life and figure out, all right, what what needs strengthening today? What is strong that I can already 
pull from and and let my body and my mind do what it's meant to do. There's this idea that um, you know, we focus a lot on disease and problems. Um, but I'm trying to focus more on how do I create wellness, not how do I avoid disease? And I think recovery helps me not just say, I have addiction, I need to deal with addiction, but recovery helps me say, how can I be my strongest, most authentic, uh, most well self that addiction doesn't even have a chance showing up that day? Or if it shows up, it's a little squeak and I can very easily say, yeah, not today. I have other things I need to do. Yeah, I I kind of feel really deeply what you're saying, that recovery gives us like a structure so we can reach our full potential in life. But also it is for the rest of my life, but only ever one day at a time. And I think we've each sort of touched on that in our descriptions because this is so important I think it's so um possible to feel overwhelmed that this is something that I'm doing for the rest of my life but you know what we don't need to worry about tomorrow it's just as you say Erin as you say Amy it's be here now it's being present and dealing with what's in front of us what's first and what's next I also think that um with recovery it's not and I always get this the wrong way around it's one of those mantras but it's true that you don't fit recovery into life you fit life into into recovery you know it'd be, you can't shoe on and say I'll just give 10 minutes to whatever and that's it that's my recovery everything I do feels purposeful and fulfilling and meaningful because it's directed towards recovery and every decision I make or way of being for me now is filtered through the lens of recovery I don't want it to be any other way I spent so long trapped enslaved in that addiction part of me and it made me live so small I mean, it's painful when I go back there and tap into it and think about it. But life life was very bleak, actually. There wasn't much to it, you know. And I was constantly stuck because of my addiction in that fight or flight or freeze or form part of the brain where we're making a lot of impulsive decisions which are not really beneficial to who we want to be as a person or as a person of value. And I want my life to have meaning. I don't want to live a life that's just about consuming or arranging for or getting my next hit, which is really as basic as my life had got down to being. And so shut down. And recovery, I don't know, it's like the guys at Sugar X talk about abstinence being the ticket into the show. And it is that, but recovery is playing full out on stage however that looks like. And it doesn't have to be the huge song and dance performance. It can just be a really small thing. But as long as it's directed and meaningful and adding to the quality of life, then that's where I want to show up. That's where the rubber meets the road for me. And that that's really where my focus is. But like, I, you know, I said before, it's not, it isn't a fast process, you know, and it is the fact that it is a chronic disease which means it's in remission 
But if I don't work at it, the chances are the symptoms could come back. And those symptoms for me were behavioural, were emotional, were painful. And it, I, I know that that's not a place from where I want to live my life. So recovery is waking up every morning. It's acknowledging my red dog. It's recommitting to a different sort of life and making sure that everything I do is directed, you know, forward-facing and present. And like I say, we don't need to be tough. We just need to keep going. And I, I feel um, I just feel life is so much more comfortable when you're living toward your goals. Um, <clears throat> and in recovery, you know, recovery helps you feel comfortable living toward your, you know, working toward your goals. And um, just like back to last week, it's not about putting the food down. It's not only putting the food down. It's about your action steps and different behaviors. I think recovery, it's, it's about um, waking up and knowing that you have a plan for the day, how you can stay successful. Um, I find for me, it's easier when I plan the night before and I wake up and I already have the plan ready for me to go forward into the day. Like they say, when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. <laughs> um, so I just have to remember that. I remember that every day. And I just remember it's the action steps that really make the difference. It's not every book, you know, for years I thought it was just gaining the knowledge, collecting the books, reading every book, learning about addiction, learning about abstinence, but it's really what steps you take. So you need a little bit of knowledge, but you really just need to have somebody helping you in recovery and helping you with the skills, the action steps, and always staying close to other people who are having the same issues, you know, other food addicts um, along the way. Connection, very important. Um, this idea of meaning in in your life um, is is I think such a cornerstone of recovery. Uh, recovery takes resilience. The that idea of keep going that you were talking about, Kate. Uh, fall down seven times, get up eight. I say that to myself many times, sometimes a few times a day. Um, but this resilience and and boy, I was sure resilient in my addiction, finding ways and means to get what I needed and, um, you know, being sneaky about it and eating in my car and hiding the garbage, putting it at the bottom of the garbage can so nobody could see, uh, getting to work three hours early so I could go get some free food in the doctor's lounge. I got to tell you the worst food around is in the doctor's lounge. Uh, we all eat so poorly. Um, but I'd get there super early so I could eat a whole bunch of it and nobody would, would notice, you know, I, I sacrificed my sleep. I sacrificed my time with my family. I was very resilient in my pursuit of addiction. Um, and so now I can be resilient in my pursuit of recovery and I have that strength. I just need to focus it in a different, in a different way. And I've been able to do that with that idea of, of, 
approaching it the right way. When I was trying to approach, I was trying to be resilient in moderation. It was never going to work because anytime I would have that food, it would trigger this cascade of addictive thinking all over again and this pleasure-seeking purpose in my life. And if I can have meaningful seeking purpose in my life. The Addictive Personality by Craig Nacken is is just an amazing book. Uh, talk about realizing that we're all pretty similar in as being addicts. Our brains tend to think in similar ways, even if the outlet is different. Um, when I can seek meaning in my life, Meaning doesn't come from the drug food. Meaning doesn't come from staying up all night watching Netflix and not being able to get up the next day. Meaning doesn't come from sneaking past my kids so they don't, you know, grab my candy bars. Um, that's not where meaning come from comes from. And trying to wrestle for me in recovery is this idea of what you were talking about, Amy. I want to live for my goals, but I I don't want to get into the future. So the difference between that future tripping is when I start to feel anxious about it. These are my goals and I'm never going to get there and it's super hard and there's no way I can do that versus this is what I want to have my future look like. What do I need to do today? What's first? What's next? Like you said, Kate. And recovery helps give me that balance of having a goal but not slipping into the anxiety of of how long it's going to take to get there and how much work it's going to take to get there. I can say, well, that's my goal. And today I need to turn in this application. That's all I need to do today. And then that's one step closer. And, and that's where I'll be. Um, so balance and staying in the day and giving me those tools then to say, okay, I'm overwhelmed. What do I do about it? What's first, what's next has been life-changing for me. Overwhelm is one of my biggest triggers to want to escape. Um, and part of it is my people-pleasing nature of never saying no and overfilling my plate. And then I'm overwhelmed because I can't do everything. Um, but really narrowing it down to what's first, what's next, repeat. I don't have to think about what I have to do next week. I have to think about what I have to do in the next hour. And then when I think about what I have to do in the next hour, I'm out of the food. My head is clearer. I can make a better decision that keeps me in my recovery. That idea that you're either going towards recovery or you're going towards a relapse. Um, every day that I'm making a decision for my well-being that is based in a recovery lens gets me closer to recovery. Um, when I start going through the motions, when I start having expectations, realistic or unrealistic, when I start saying yes, when I mean no, um, that's going to get me closer to, to relapse. And recovery just gives me those tools to stay on that path, fighting for it every day. And it really some days is a big fight and some days it just happens easy. That's certainly been my experience as well around that, that you never know what the day's going to bring, but learning to, I think it's described, surf the waves is, is a life skill, isn't it? And I think that's part of what recovery is, relearning to live to live life. I mean, I feel like I kind of missed out 
on how to live life <laughs> the first time around and headed straight for cookery class 101 and the food. And I became expert in that. But life, nah, completely passed me by. I had no um, understanding or concept what life was, is or could be. So recovery for me has been learning just basic skills, how to handle chronic stress how to handle the overwhelm, like you say, and how to prioritise life and how to um, care for myself, as ridiculous as that sounds. Um, You know, learning that I do have a voice, that I do have a right to speak, that I have value. All this stuff that was hidden or buried, just subsumed by the addiction. And now that blockage is gone there's a flow to life that brings with it extraordinary creativity and just a longing for more but not more I mean I guess more in the sense I have an addict brain so it's always going to want more isn't it but it's different it's different now it's deeper and you know we've used this word meaningful but who wants to live a life with no meaning? I I don't want to be here and then be on my deathbed and think, oh man, you know, I wish I'd eaten more eclairs. You know, I just don't want, I don't want to be that person. I want to be, I just want to experience everything life has to offer. And if that is for me, just standing barefoot in the grass and looking at a tree for 10 minutes, then that's what I want to do without that incessant chatter in my brain telling me, no, I need to be doing X, Y, you know, the red dog um, craziness, the incessant uh, buzzing in your head when you're on whatever your drug of choice is and there is no peace and there is no calm and there is no space for life to come and find us so you know recovery is whatever it is for you it's personal you personalize your own recovery plan what's meaningful to each of us what's meaningful for me when I start my day is to read something uplifting I love reading uplifting words that lift my soul and and just start me on the right track I'll write in a journal um capture some thoughts, some some intents that or intentions of how I want to show up in the day. Think of some gratitude for what's happened and also just jot down what I plan to do for the day and, you know, move forward from that place. So that's my recovery plan. My food's usually locked in tight. I've got some rough idea what I'm eating, a protein, fat, maybe a handful of green leafy veggies. It's not any more complicated than that and rinse and repeat so you know food it was all about the food once and now you know that that's so so not the case now it's completely different so recovery now is focusing on my well-being my wholeness and um living living from that place i think um other than action steps, you know, recovery to me is really taking action. I think it's also important, just as important to me as 
the awareness of being in recovery. Like even if you have to remind yourself every hour um, of how you're feeling and am I working toward my recovery or working toward a relapse? Like when a situation comes up, how am I feeling? It's recovery is taking that pause. Like a situation comes up that may not be so favorable and is taking that pause, thinking about it, thinking about your behavior. Maybe you're going to act a different way this time than you would have when you weren't in recovery. So it's just that constant reminder all day long of staying in the zone. For me, it's staying in the zone and changing, you know, changing behaviors if possible, but just really the awareness of what can take you out and what can keep you in the game. And that's where I am now, just with that reminder, you know, every hour of how I want to behave and how I want to feel. So I think that's just as important as the action steps. That's recovery to me. We've all talked about this idea of tools and actions, and and we all have our own that we have to do. Um, I journal every night on on a reading, and I write a gratitudes, two gratitudes for the day, and I've learned to take it a little deeper and not just say what I'm grateful for, but why. Um, and uh, and I write two affirmations, which is very difficult for me, but I'm doing it and and starting to believe it. I start my day with with a prayer to greet my disease and, and, uh, give my recovery strength that I can, that I can do this today. Uh, I, there's different tools in our, in our program that, that I try to use as well. So we all have, have these things that we do. And, um, one of our coaches, Dave says our recovery has to address the problems that our disease creates and we're all different people, different lives. We have all have the disease of addiction that shows up in very different ways in our lives. So there's something very individual about recovery. But we've also all touched on the fact that we can't do this um, completely alone. We recover alone together. So we have to do our own individual recovery, but it is so much deeper and richer and effective when we do it with other people and that sense of community within recovery becomes so important, no matter what your program may be, whether it's a 12 step program, um, you know, for sugar X global is, is a big one for us, but um, I'm also part of a, a different fellowship, 12 step fellowship. So, you know, we all are doing our own thing, but we need to find other people to do it with side by side people that I can look to and say, wow, they're doing it. Maybe I can. People I can look to and go, gosh, I remember when I was in that state, just getting out of the food. I want to help them. And I don't want to be back there again, because that was so painful. Um, And to just finally feel like I belong somewhere. I think with my eating, I never felt like I belonged. I knew there was something really off about my eating and the fact that I did not have an off button for sweet foods and breads and pastas. Um, those were my, like, I knew, I knew that I was not behaving in a way that other people around me were. And uh, so being a part of a group is just so important. And I am so grateful that I am part of this three-legged stool of recovery because you two give me such strength all of the time. I love it. Um, Amy, you've said, hey, I'm good today. You can be a mess. (laughs) And so it really is something that 
you know, it, it just, it happens to work out that way. One of us really needs support and the other two are there to give it. And every time that we meet, I feel better about life and I walk away smiling. So I appreciate doing this recovery with you. And I'll ask if anybody has any closing things they want to say, and then we'll get on with our day and we'll let any listeners out there get along with their day as well. I'd just like to ask people how hard are they willing to work to get what they really want? And I love recovering with you too as well. What's on the other side of recovery is pretty amazing. So if you don't have the willingness to do it now, what can you do to find that willingness? One step, just start moving. And uh, join us next week when we tackle another topic of addiction and recovery. Thank you for being with us today.